Well, hello, welcome back. It's been a long time, feels like. <laughs> uh, it's been gone too long, that's for sure. I have been gone too long. As a matter of fact, that's the title of this uh, podcast for today. Been gone too long. Um, well, I'm excited to be back again with you guys um, to be able to share the goodness of God and and also to help you guys uh, on how to find the way. I have to apologize for my absence over the last couple months, and even though I wasn't doing this podcast, um, my heart's still been in prayer, remembering all of you who are caught up in addiction and uh, all forms of life-dominating sin. Uh, I and my family, we've been through a lot since I last did a podcast. Um, We lost a beloved matriarch of our family. And, um, you know, with this loss comes grief. And grief is a hard thing to have to go through. Um, But with Jesus, uh, the rock on which we stand, we're getting through it. We have joy in this as we know that we'll see her again. We know that she is in the presence of our Lord and Savior. There's no other place that I'd rather be. And I know that she would say that also. Um, anyway, with this devastating loss came other changes in life that I didn't expect. And as you guys know, change is very hard. And if you're like me, you probably hate change. You know, it means that we have to step out into the unknown. And, well, we don't know if we'll succeed or fail either. Or even if we'll get hurt in some way by trying it. But I can face the change knowing that it's going to be okay. Because my Lord is with me. You see, God, our Creator, says in many places throughout the scripture that he loves us that he is for you that he knows the plans he has for you plans that plans to prosper you um you know jeremiah twenty eleven. for i know the plans i have for you declares the lord plans for welfare and not for evil to give you a future and a hope say what <laughs> the god of the universe has plans for me I mean, if you're like me, you'd be like, well, I'm an addict. I'm an alcoholic. I take advantage of others. I'm selfish. I'm self-centered. You know, I have terrible thoughts. I hurt people. Um, Maybe you've even possibly murdered someone at some point. I don't know. It doesn't matter. None of that matters. That may be who you are right this second. But see, God sees you for who you will be. That's why we look to Christ. Because that's who you will be in Him if you accept His gift of salvation through His death and resurrection. That in itself is the best gift that anyone could ever receive. But see, it isn't just His death, it's His life. His death was to take away our sin. His life is to join us with Him in life. Life for today and life for forever. I beg of you today, if you haven't ever looked to Jesus for salvation, for forgiveness of your sins, I ask you to please 
think and look to Jesus. John 3, 17 and 18 says, For the Son of Man did not come to the world to condemn it, but in order that he might be saved through him, that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. You know, the gospel is rather simple. It is simple enough. to It's just belief. Believe that Jesus is the Son of God, the only one to live a sinless life, but yet he died a sinner's death. He died for you and for me because you and I both, we owed a debt. But I want you to know that your debt has been paid. But you must accept that free gift of pardon. It's a gift that each of us have to make a decision to accept that gift or not. It's a choice. You know, our creator, he he gave us free will. Free will to choose. He wants us to choose him, of course. Because in him is life. His life fulfills all that you and me are looking for here on this earth. He gives us hope and joy and the ability to trust in his plans for us. You see, most of us believe that we're here on earth living and doing as we see best, you know, as we want to, to make ourselves happy. You know, some of us, we look to our families, some look to our jobs, sexual pleasures, drugs, alcohol, gambling, all sorts of other things that we do that we hope to make us happy. You know, we all too often don't understand the difference between happiness and joy. You know, you see, they they sound like the same thing, right? But they're really not the same thing. Happiness is externally triggered and is caused by people, places, things, thoughts. And it's temporal, right? It's it's temporary. It's a feeling. Joy. (laughs) Joy is unspeakable. Joy isn't just a feeling. It's stronger than a feeling. Joy is an experience. Joy comes once we believe and repent. Or as some say, repent and believe. But, you know, my theory is you have to believe before you truly can repent. I mean, you got to know what you're believing in before you can turn to something. Either way, it doesn't matter. All you have to do is just that. Believe on Christ and turn away from your sin. Turn to Christ, the one that you now believe in. You know, man, we we got a pretty big problem within the church as a whole today. Some churches get it right, but a lot don't get it right. In this very sad state, you know, we preach the gospel so that others can come and know Christ as their Savior. But then we fall short. We fall short in uh, discipling, teaching the new believer what to do now. Um, You know, I myself and, and many others I do know 
have believed and they've repented of their sins, but soon afterwards they seem to fall right back where they were. You know, the flesh soon tells us to go back. Go back to what you know best. And I'm here to tell you today, no, we can't go back. You see, the greatest part of being a Christian is the fact that Christ arose from the dead. We have been made alive in Christ because he's alive. You see, the old you was crucified and buried with Christ. He or she no longer even exists. You're now dead to your sins and your old self. Ephesians 4, 21 through 24 tells us that when you heard about Christ and were taught in him as the truth is in Jesus, to put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds, and to put on the new self created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. And then in Romans 6, 6, we're told, For we know that our old self was crucified with him, so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with, that you should no longer be slaves to sin. (laughs) You are dead to the power of sin now that you are made alive in Christ. It's not that you won't ever sin again, because that you will do. Know that you're aware of it when you do it. You're aware of it so that you don't continue in it. You know, we're to remember that we're to turn from sin. We're to run from it, to flee from it. The Bible tells us over and over. Um, You know, you're going to be tempted to sin by the accuser, Satan, and it's your responsibility as a Christian, to put him off. And, you know, how do we do that? Well, we do it by the renewal of our minds and taking our thoughts captive. You know, James 1.13 tells us, when tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me, for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. And in 1 Corinthians 10.14, no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. You know, it's funny how the next verse, uh, 14, follows up with saying, Therefore, my friends, flee from idolatry. You know, Um, sexual pleasures and um, drugs and alcohol gambling and all these things they're idols they're idols that we've allowed to take control of our life we've placed our trust in our faith in and we've even um, worshipped them you know so uh, Jacob the writer of James here tells us or excuse me it's 1st Corinthians so I apologize but Um, you know we're not tempted by God we're tempted by the enemy 
and that God is faithful. Um, he is faithful to give us a way out. He gives us a way out. What is that way? What is the way that he gives us out? Um, it can be hundreds of different ways. The number one way, though, of course, is Jesus. Jesus is the life that um, he's given us to find our way out of trouble. Um, you know, I think about um, all the different stories of where Christ was with the um, disciples, you know, where they were in the raging storm, right? And, uh, and Christ calmed the storm. He does that for us in our lives, even when uh, storms come and these troubles come and we get all um, filled with anxiety and even fear, possibly. Um, we don't know where to turn. But if you turn to Jesus, just as the disciples did, the disciples cried out, Lord, save us. And what did Jesus do? Jesus said, uh, peace be still. And the winds and the waves obeyed his command. And that's the same as goes in our life. Um, when these, the waves and the winds of life come at us, if we'll look to Jesus, that way out, he's the way out, then um, everything will become peaceful and still. Maybe not the way we, uh, in our minds, want it to be, but nonetheless, he is faithful to see us through. Um, you know, so we see in, in those passages that the enemy brings us accusations and temptations to do what we don't even want to do. You know, the, the thing here is it, it's not the thought that causes us to sin. It's the choice to follow through on the thought. You know, so we have to be aware of what we're allowing our minds to think about. We have to put off the thoughts that aren't in line with the Bible. And when we do fall short in sin, we, we don't allow the enemy to continue to accuse us and bring shame and guilt and condemnation. You know, I would tell you to quote Romans 8, 1, that therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. We need to be reminded of whose we are and also his great love for us. Um, you know, as the topic, you know, I said was been gone too long. I know there's many of people out there who made a profession of faith and, um, you know, you slowly drifted away or went back to your old ways and sinning. And, you know, I want you to know that Jesus He's right there with you right now. He's never left you. And he says to you, come, come unto me. I love those who love me and those who seek me shall find me. Anyone who is thirsty, come to me and drink. I have the life-giving waters that will quench your thirst. You know, I know there's many of you out there listening today that have believed the lies of the enemy who tell you that um, you're not saved. Um, 
If you were, you wouldn't be continuing to wallow in the same pit of sin. You, you, you just continue to do so. But I'm here to tell you that those are lies. For if you've placed your faith upon Jesus Christ, his death and his resurrection, that he lives today, I want you to know that he lives so that you can live. That's why he lives. He lives so that we can have life for today and tomorrow and for all eternity. But we cannot allow the enemy to tell us all these lies and then believe them. So I beg of you to turn. Turn and look to Jesus. It's simple, guys. We, we seem to make the gospel a lot more difficult in our minds um, than what it really is. It's really simple. He loves you. He wants to be in relationship with you. He wants to be the one that you love and adore because he loves and adores you. And that's all you have to do, guys, is just trust him with everything you have. Spend time with him, praying, reading his word, and um, just come back. He's there right now, and he's waiting on you to just come back. So, anyway, guys, I, I hope that this has been of help to you. Um, and uh, I would like to be able to hear from some of you guys. There is a way upon uh, Anchor to uh, give me some feedback on things that you've heard or things you'd like to hear in the future. So uh, anyway, if you wouldn't mind doing that, that'd be great. Um, and I'll try to do better about getting some more uh, passages of topics put out there for us to talk about and to elaborate on. So I'll be praying for you guys. And again, I hope that you'll reach out and tell me uh, what you think and what you'd like to hear. Talk to you later.